Uh, it's gonna be a triple header Friday night. Some some good football games. A top 25 matchup between the number ninth ranked BYU Cougs and 20 ranked 21st ranked Boise State. Gonna be a heck of a football game. Um, and then Miami NC State gonna be fun and. And the, uh, the the sandwich game at, at nine in San Jose State and San Diego State. A lot of defense going to be played there. We're going to break down all three of these here, me and CJ, so you guys know what to do. If it's in the morning, grab the coffee, Phil style in the evening, grab the drink, and uh, we're going to be back with a little Fry-Yay triple header preview here on the porch. What's going on there, CJ? Hey, 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 not much, man. Just enjoying football. some Friday, man. It is. It's a football Friday. Very, very pumped about it. Um, you know, we're we're getting deeper into the deeper into the season. Um, but it's November, man. It's second week in November. I mean, we're I know we're, we're deep into it. I mean, we're well, yeah, I mean, we're a month we're, away from conference championships, quote unquote. Even though the Pac-12 has got to play six games somehow, still. Yeah, I'm not really sure how they're going to do that, but you know, um, it was well, nice I mean, to ni- nice to have the uh, the Mac back. Um, um, action was great on a Wednesday night. I don't know if, how it was for you. It was good for me. Um, Western uh, Michigan, Western Michigan, Ching. Yeah, it was a nice little, nice, nice, nice little uh, three uh, straight up, straight dude, up win parlay. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Depending on when you got Kent State in Eastern Michigan, uh, was very pivotal to you. Um. Or what that number was, because it it kind of ended with a five minute sit on the ball situation there for Ken against oh, Eastern I just, Michigan. I I, yeah. I I took the uh, the the straight line money line parlay. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, and, and match. I, I was still, not screwing with points in the match. <laughs> well, hey, I'll, I'll tell you this though. I mean, and, and uh, Buffalo looks really good. They got a couple of scoops and scores there. Uh, we'll, we'll continue to talk match, and we we might kind of bring ourselves to. Get get in here early midweek and kind of break down the Mac action there Tuesday Wednesday nights coming on, but it's pretty cool to have an opening night of the Mac and um, you know I think Buffalo's looking real strong there. I mean the Ohio Central Michigan game was pretty interesting. Um, Toledo might be back, although Bowling Green's really bad. Bowling Green and Akron are both terrible again. Fade possibilities on them the remainder of yeah. uh, this 2020 max season there for yeah. sure. Yeah, and, and I think we've learned something over the last year and now game. Don't get in a one-score game with Miami of Ohio. You're not going to win it. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> tough. I mean, hey, I'll tell you how they won that game. CJ was crazy. Ball State came back, tied it up with a field goal. Ball State got the ball back with the chance to maybe go and kick their own field goal to win it. And then – Guy just makes Miami a heck of a it. Oh, I mean, the McWood kid made an uh, – an athletic great play from a linebacker batted it to himself made the play and then even then you're thinking okay ball state you know might hold him here or Miami ohio with not that much time might decide to just kind of line up in the middle for a field goal no they score a touchdown so if you had teaser possibilities there which i know some people did um you lost those two if you had ball state tough beat on ball state nothing tougher last night than if you had the over or the excuse me, if you had the under, um, if you had the over, you were celebrating in that Niners game. By the way, that was gross. Cal uh, Shanahan running up, trying to get a touchdown when you're down thirty-one to ten late. Uh, was or, the or, back or, door, the back or, door was literally wide open, and he just walked on through with about seven seconds to go. Or, that or was if, a heartbreaker. Or if you have a same game parlay, and the only leg you're missing is Nick Mullins under two two eleven and a half. 
I mean, I'm going to tell you this, CJ. I don't mean to, don't mean to disparage you on that take there with that, but it's an NFL quarterback, 211 yards, and a team that was going to be down. I might not have been as eager to take the under 211 as you were, sir. It's um, Nick Mullen. He had 40 yards at halftime. Hey, yeah, but you know, but you knew they were going to be down to the pack. You knew it. No, but I also, um, I also didn't think the Packers' defense would let up. I thought they had something to prove against them. But hey, whatever. Hey, you're already winning thirty-one to ten. You know, and, and you essentially here, more or less than anything, the pack running three straight running plays to gain like five yards total, and didn't take any time off the clock essentially, and then punted it back. That was what really killed you, um, more than even the Niners doing what they did. Because had the Niners not had enough time, had as much time with the ball, maybe that doesn't happen. But CJ, let's get into the college slate, my friend. Um, Do it. And uh, so Friday night, man, we got a nice little triple header this week. Um, one one big matchup of ranked teams on, on uh, 945 on FS1, but a couple games before that, one in particular, an ACC matchup, um, the number 11th ranked Miami Hurricanes going into Carter Finley and Riley taking on the Wolfpack. You know what I say about the Wolfpack, CJ? Oh yeah, you're 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 you know, you're, you're big on your boys don't, down there. Don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. Hey, but this number it's it's a little stinky, isn't it? Are we still sitting at ten and a half in this one? Uh, we are still sitting at ten and a half for Miami, uh, with the total at fifty and a half. That's that's an interesting number because part of you, part of me really really likes. Um, Miami bouncing back after not playing as well in their last couple of games. Um, but NC State's a good football team. And, and NC State's going to play gonna play tough. There's, there's no question that I think they're a little bit embarrassed from their last effort. Um, and, and, I, and I don't know, you know, I'm not sure, CJ, if, if this is a spot where you want to buy on, on the Wolfpack coming back, maybe – playing a, a scrappy, feisty game at home, or as the talent level of Miami just too much in this game. Um, it's a really interesting game. <clears throat> it, it is. Um, I, I tend to lean to take North Carolina State plus 10.5. Um, I don't think they win. I think the talent level Miami has is a little bit better. Um, but this With is a Miami team. Card, you earn unlimited double miles well, on every purchase every CJ, day. CJ, 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 CJ. My uh, Jennifer Gardner wanted to interrupt us both, buddy. I, I apologize. Nope, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to hear from an in-state girl. What's um, in your wallet, man? You know. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Miami offensively. They are a team that either can come out and put out a ton of points, like you saw against you know Louisville and Florida State and Pitt, like, put up an absolute ton of points. But then you put up 19 against UVA, who, don't get me wrong, I understand Brock Mendenhall is a very, very right, good defensive right. coach. Derek, Derek King but is that UVA stud. team is depleted. They're not real good. And you managed 19 and had to hold on at home. Yeah, and that was disappointing, that, man. That, that was disappointing. Me. Especially when you had – especially when you were somebody who may or may not have had Miami in that football game. Yeah. I'm just I I don't I I do I I, I like Miami to win this thing, but I think it's going to be probably it's going to be a one score game somewhere between three and seven points. Um, you just think that's their DNA this year? You think they're built to kind of play in those slop games this season? 
yeah, because I just don't know what it, it they're either DeAndre King's gonna show up and ball out and Harris is gonna run all over people and they're gonna put up 30, 40 points, or they're gonna look discombobulated and have to hang on. Like I, I just I don't know what I'm gonna get out of this team. The inconsistencies are way too much for me. Um it's NC State at home. Like you said, they're coming off a of loss to North Carolina. I, I, I tend to like care I, I tend to like North Carolina State to cover in this game, but I but I'm just not sure if it, I think talent-wise, maybe DeAndre King makes a play late, and that's the difference. Here's here's my thing, CJ. I think this is what I'm leaning, looking at, and leaning with this football game in particular. <clears throat> Miami's pretty a pretty good running football team. They average about 170 yards a game on the ground. North Carolina State gives up 182. Their defense is not very good. They're giving up a lot of points, 34.2, and that's you know they've given up a, a, a high number of points in their losses. Uh, 45 and 48 to North Carolina and uh, Virginia Tech, two of the quote-unquote better offensive teams in this league um, in the ACC. I think Miami is going to have a little something for them there. I know you talked about Harris and, and Dorit King. I think the injury to Leary is a, a big loss for them, and I think Miami defensively is good enough to slow down that running attack for NC State, putting it all on a, on a quarterback that's not the guy you've been go- rolling with Um that's a scary proposition. He didn't, you know, they necessarily didn't really have the offense rolling there in the North Carolina game. Um, I, I, you know, and granted, you didn't have a lot of time to make that up. You know, you only had a week. Um, and, the, and the Hawkman kid, you know, he wasn't terrible. I mean, he was 14 to 24 for 215, two touchdown and a pick. But that's not going to be good enough to beat one of the better teams defensively in this league in, in Miami. No, um, I, no, I think it's I, all about the I, U, man. And I hate to pick against my, uh, my Wolf Pack. I um I like Miami at ten and a half, and honestly, CJ, if if I'm if I'm looking at this game, um, I kind of like the under fifty eight and a half. I think that might be even a better play than picking a side in this one. Yeah, I think it might be as well, because um, I'm not so sure. Like, because like you said, yeah, offensively Miami has struggled at times. Uh, defensively, they are really really good. Um, I think points may be maybe a little little scarce there. Yeah. In, uh, I think in they're going to be tomorrow. I think they're going to be hard to come by for. Um, I think the points are going to be hard to come by tonight for the Wolfpack. Um, and I and I kind of and I, and I just have this weird feeling about uh, about about NC State tonight. Um, just not being able to do a lot on offense. Um, CJ, the, the next game is a nine o'clocker, CBS Sports Network. An interesting clash, man. Um, between the Spartans of San Jose State and the Aztecs of San Diego State, um, man, I'm I'm in, I'm in, interested in this game. Another game where I look at it and and say, man, points could be tough to come by for these two teams, both playing their third games of the Mountain West season. Yeah, um, this one's gonna be gonna be interesting. You got two really good teams here. Um, you know, one really likes to throw the ball. The other one likes to run the ball. So it's going to be a clash kind of styles-wise offensively. Um, this one this one could set up to be one of the better ones of the weekend. And I know we got some really good ones. But this one this one could end up being a really, really good one. It's And what's funny is this game is going to get overshadowed by the, by the game that kicks 45 minutes later um, out in Boise with BYU and, and, and um, you know, in Boise State. Um you know, because you got two, a top 20 matchup, essentially, whereas this one doesn't have that kind of cachet. But, I mean, San, San Diego State defensively is really tough. Um, this will be a nice little test for them to take on San Jose State. I'm not really sure how good San Jose State is offensively. 
Yeah, they looked good against New Mexico. First game, uh, the Starkle kid went off in that game after a, a solid performance against Air Force. Um, I was impressed with their defense against Air Force, though. Granted, you had all, all summer and half of the fall to prepare for that game once you knew you were playing Air Force um, for San Jose State, whereas, you know, this is going to be different taking on San Diego State, more of a conventional-type team. Um, and, you, and New Mexico put up 21 on them. Um, I, I don't know if San Jose State's going to score the amount of points that they that they have put up in a couple other games. I like this defense. I don't like the total, though. 48 and a half is just a number that it, it scares me one way or the other to look at that because I don't expect San, Jose, San Diego State to literally shut them out um, like they did the first two games, giving up seven and six. But I don't expect to see them – you know, piling on the points either, but the San Jose State defense could be could be able to be run upon so far. I mean, they've given up 177 yards in two games. Granted, one of those was Air Force. Um, where and and San Diego State runs the football. I mean, Bell's averaging 134 yards a game. Uh, they're averaging 347 yards as a team per contest. Um, yeah, because this is going to be interesting. Yeah, because San Diego State's one of those teams, man. If if they get up on you. Um, you They'll know what's coming, They'll and they're going to sit on it. I, I'm, I'm with you. I like the under on this one just simply for that fact. Um, I don't expect this thing to be a shootout by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I expect both defenses to come out and, and play well offensively. I think you're going to have – there are going to be plays out there. Um, it's going to come down to who makes them. Um, and for San Jose State, their, their inability really in two games to really show me anything running the ball – um, worries me. I mean, 83 yards on the season, that that worries me um, coming into a matchup like this where I'm not so sure you want to have a bunch of three and outs or yeah. short drives because yeah. um, San Diego State's going to run the ball. They're going to control the clock. And, and you know, their quarterback, the Baker kid, pretty solid. Um, while yeah. not putting up flashy stats, is a solid quarterback and, and a guy who can definitely get them in the good positions to win the games. Um, yeah. I mean, San Diego State, you're going to have minimal possessions, uh, minimal plays. You got to make yeah. the most out of all of them. And I just, that, that worries me about San, D, uh, San Jose State in this thing. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that, CJ. Um, I, I really do like the Aztecs. I don't know if I trust the nine and a half number because I could easily see them winning this game. Maybe something funky happens. They win at like 23 to 14. Maybe they're just content in certain spots, just kind of, you know, letting their defense win the game once they get up by you know, two possessions, but, um, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of agree with you on that undertake to some extent, although it's such a low number, it's tough to kind of, maybe just one you kind of want to enjoy. Um, you know, yeah. although I think if you had, if you put, you know, a, um, if you put a gun to my head, I'd probably take San Diego state to win by 10, but not one that I'm in love with getting after. Let's get into this 945 or though, my friend, the boys from Provo, the ninth ranked BYU Cougars, Going in to the blue to take on Boise, um, man, this game is going to be one of the – I mean, you talked about this, the San Jose State, San Diego State being one of the better games of the weekend. I mean, this game has potential to be um, a 2020 uh, landscape shifter essentially here if BYU gets a big win on Friday night against Boise. Yeah, um, it does. And this – I'm not going to lie to you, and I know what part of it is – but this line kind of shocked me when it came out. It, it's continued to kind of amaze me a little. Um, BYU three and a half. 
this isn't Boise State from five, six years ago. Like, I don't understand the love. And I, and I get it. I, I, I fell in love with him for a little bit, but I'm kind of over it now. Like, they don't, they shouldn't be ranked off a of name and cachet. And that's what they're getting. And it's, they're, they're fluky. And I hate that freaking field. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I wish the NCAA would make them change it. You know, it's it's starting to get a little traction though, CJ, at people trying to say, hey, man, Boise, you got to do something about that turf or you cannot wear your blue uniforms on it because it's just not right. I, I heard Stanford Steve um, kind of, well, they were kind of all making this blue complaint. On it, right. And they blend in and it's just, it's crap. And I know the, and I know the conference came out and told them in conference games, they can't do that. But like, I understood that, okay, we have a blue field and it, it was, it was catchy when you were a nobody. Well, now you're beating your chest and wanting to be a big boy. Okay. You want to be a big boy, act like one and have a real field. Get a green field. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, 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 CJ, I, I kind of agree with, with your take on that with, with them. Um, I will say this about, about Boise State. They, um, I mean, they've been recruiting pretty well up there. And with the Pac-12 taking a nosedive, they've gotten a lot of those good players, as has BYU. Um, the Sears kid who is now starting instead of uh, Brockmeyer from last year, um, has had a pretty good start to the season. Um, they've put up, you know, 49 and 42 points in their first two games. Granted, what I've seen out of Utah State, I was not impressed with um, so far this season. And in, in their in their games that I've seen them, they've looked eh, very, uh, very rough in that 0-3 start. Um, and then uh, and then Air Force, you know, I was a little surprised they scored like they did on Air Force, but I think – they were able to kind of exploit Air Force's is uh, the inability of Air Force in that secondary. Um, whereas I think BYU's got players back there. We've seen BYU play a lot of games. They haven't necessarily been through the wars in any games, but they have players, right? Um, I don't know, man. The the one thing I do worry about with BYU in this game, CJ, is are they going to run the ball enough uh, to kind of help take the pressure off Wilson uh, at times in this one? You know, I I think they will, because um, you because you saw against Houston, um, they really wanted they went in with a mindset to really trying to run the ball. You know, then obviously they kind of had to change game plans a little bit, um, just because the way that game unfolded. Um, true, true. And, and we've seen them run the ball now. A lot of times you see it, it it's late after they're up big. Um, I, but I would expect BYU to come in. It, on the road, want to set the tone early, um, be physical, um, and try and really kind of take some of the air out of that um, that Boise and State sideline. And, and I think they can. Their offensive lines are – their offensive line is very good. Um, yeah. I guess it's just they don't have that one guy in terms of a running attack that I really think, man, yeah, I got to watch him. Because they do average 190 yards a game on the ground. It's well, just, they, they – and they do it a lot by committee. Yeah. Um, which, which is fine. I mean, I, I here's my thing. It, 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 we, we know the saying, if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have any. Well, here's the reality. If you've got two running backs, that, that's golden. Yeah, you're fine. You know, you're, that, that's the one area you really want to have kind of a rotation on. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Tyler Allinger's their, their number one. Um, I expect him to get, you know, quite a few touches. I expect the guys behind him to get some touches. Um to continue that running back by committee, you know, just kind of run the hot hand. Um, 
But I also think this is going to be a really, really nice test here for Zach Wilson. Um, he's gotten a ton of love nationally lately, which is well, well-deserved. Right. You know, this is an opportunity for him in a primetime game, you know, on Friday night, you're the only big game essentially going, um, you know, FS1. This is an opportunity to really kind of cement yourself in that national spotlight, not only Heisman-wise, but even potentially in the draft, and to show the nation, hey, I'm not just doing this against, you know, people you don't know. West Kentucky's of the world. Right. right. UTSA's, yeah. I'll say this, too, um, CJ, on this game – this is a great opportunity for BYU to kind of vault themselves up in another notch into people's minds for the playoff pitch mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. Because if they get this done, and they look impressive in doing so, with the Big 12 having its issues, um, and, you know, I've been hearing a lot of people talking about the Pac-12. My thing on it is, and I, and I mean this in all honesty, are we taking a 6-0 and Oregon or a BYU team that has ran the table and won 11 games? I think you got to go with the team that's won more games and – well, and, and here at that could be point, the interesting. We'll, we'll have beaten some good teams too in Boise and San Diego State. Yeah, and here's the interesting thing. Andrews, if you're a fan, for that matter. Yeah, and, and here's the interesting thing. If you're a fan of say Cincinnati, if you're a Bearcat fan, you're rooting for Boise State. Mm-hmm. Because if it, it comes, even down though Boise to you will try BYU, to come into that mix here eventually too, though. Right, but but you know if BYU ends up undefeated and you're sitting there undefeated, you could get passed over for BYU. Uh, simply just, just be a national perception. A and and B. I think you know a lot of people know BYU more than they do Cincinnati on a national scale, just because of BYU's history. Mm. I mean, I get where you're going with with that take. I think I'm that, not um, saying that I'm not saying that plays a factor, but I think the level of competition that they've played may come into it a little. Now, See, if you're Cincinnati, I, yeah, and you, I, think, you know, I think that's part of your problem, though, if you're BYU this year is the level of competition isn't necessarily there. You do have the name cachet. You have the the bet, You have the best – one of the better players, probably the better player between the two, although Ritter's pretty good, too, for Cincinnati. So it's – it's. I get I get where the take's coming from, CJ. I just this year don't necessarily think that's 100% factual to say that – to say that, you know, Cincinnati's not playing as good a people as BYU. I think they're probably playing better people than BYU – because they have a league and, you know, but I, I do get the perception that BYU might have a little bit higher perception nationally. When in the reality, though, it's the people in the room from that committee that's going to matter. Um, but and I will say that I think BYU, BYU I think, be this good. I, I think, well, I think we, we thought BYU was going to be better this year. And I think when they came out against Navy and destroyed them the way they did, people were like, oh, okay. And then they've kind of been able to, you know, to, to do what they've, you know, looked impressive every week, and they've beaten a good, uh, you know, a solid Houston team. But a Houston team that was also, at that point in time, playing their second game in six days after not playing at all before that, and they got real tired in the fourth quarter, and BYU took advantage of it. Kudos to BYU for doing so. But I think this game with Boise Knight, like you said, it's going to be the real test for them. Very excited to watch that thing go down. I mean, you got to love Dax, Dax Mon and the Wilson connection, Romney as well. Um you know, I, I I love their defense, too. I, I'm not sure what we're going to see out of Boise tonight. I, I haven't watched them enough, haven't seen enough of them in two games to really know. I know the Sears kid's good, and I know that, you know, the Shakar kid at receiver's been pretty good this season, but I still just don't know in my mind yet if that is enough to, to want to pick them here against BYU plus the three and a half. 
No, I, I, I'm with you. I, I like BYU in this one to go to eight and zero uh, to get a big time win um, over a ranked team on the road. Um, and really... A ranked team, quote unquote. We should throw that in air quotes because, B- yeah. because Boise, like you said, has not done really jack to get ranked. True, true, um, true. I, I would agree with that. But um, you know, to, to get that to get that win to get a big road win on national TV and really really get this playoff conversation for them just into overdrive. Yeah. I mean, because Ronnie Boise, last time we saw him before the last two weeks, they were getting destroyed by a, not a great Washington team in a bowl game out there in Vegas. So let's let's kind of pump the brakes on Boise being this elite team. Now, granted, it's better than what they've been playing, and it'd be a nice yeah, nice. nice boost for them for sure. But let's um let's 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 wait and see what happens here this weekend before we crown Boise as being this elite Uber team. Here, but then again, hey man, gonna be fun to watch BYU. I kind of love this total though, CJ going under the sixty-two. Yeah, I do too. Um, that that that's a lot of points, and I get it. Both of these teams can can score, or at least historically, we've seen that out of Boise State. We've seen it out of BYU this year. Um, but I do. I, I like the under. I think this is gonna be a little more ground control, um, kind of fight fight it out type right. type of deal. You want to you want to hold your butts? Go with a, a triple under parlay on Friday night with Miami, San Jose State, San Diego State, and BYU. That's some fun right there. You want to have a hold your butt special, and you're holding it there till about midnight when Boise's trying to score a late touchdown to <laughs> to to make the game. They're down 35 to 21, and they got a score to make it 35 28 on you. Just be leery, you know. Yeah. Um, if if you think about, it. if you're thinking that that's the route you want to go, um, you know, always something to think about. But I mean, see, I mean, uh, these these three Friday games are really good football games, though. They really are. No, they are. Uh, they're they're setting up to be some really good games and uh, lead us into a into a pretty pretty fun Saturday. Yeah, I mean, and so um. Man, we're gonna we're gonna take a little break. Got the three Fridayers, and we'll come back with some uh, some nooners. Kind of kind of break this down into different podcasts because I know people listen at different times. So uh, we'll uh, we'll also pump out the Saturdays uh, here in a minute. But CJ, thanks for the Friday the Fridayers, and uh, we'll also have a, a little WVU um, uh, preview, the Longhorn Horns Down edition. I will be going live on Friday night, so look for that too. Absolutely. All right, brother. Till next time, man. We'll we'll be back here shortly with a little bit of uh, some Saturday selections.